the biblical call to give an answer for those who inquire about the faith. We are always prepared to give a reason for the hope that is within us. This is your life. This is who you are. This changes the way you understand yourself as a human being and every other human being. It changes what you mean by justification and adoption and sanctification and glorification. And it changes what you mean by why we do what we do in gospel ministry and in righteous living. Everything is changed when we understand the resurrection of Jesus Christ. Hi, I'm Jablani Mayberg. And I'm Isaac Pinto. We are associate pastors at Central Baptist Church. And welcome to our Theology Alive podcast, where we look to engage theology in the church carried out in the culture using a Christian worldview. Well, welcome everyone to yet another episode of the Theology Alive podcast. It feels like it's been a year since we were on the mic. Because it almost has, bro. (laughs) You were away for so long. See now, and then everyone has been missing you and <laughs> and all of that. So welcome back. It's How did you feel, back. brother? You I feel refreshed. It's good to be back. Um, when I when I when I came back, so we went away for a week and we we're mm. back for the second week. Uh, mm. I could feel my my brain was already moving towards work mode. Mm. Um, mm. So no, I'm ready. I'm ready to be back. Ready to minister to God's people, yeah, um, on, and man. ready to be used again, man. It's good to be back it's good to be back yeah it's it's good to have you back brother and um yeah excited it's it's glad i'm glad that you know we can have uh, other people standing in in the gap but mm. uh, you know i was talking to daniel on sunday and he's like yeah i'm missing jabu <laughs> we were saying you do a lot and we're just glad Aww. for your service, brother. Thanks, guys. Now, before my head gets any bigger, <laughs> um, T minus one, two, three weeks to the Baptist Union Assembly. Mm. Now, not that this this podcast is about that, mm. but we will be. What we are chatting about is some of the things that are going to be coming out at this year's assembly. Uh, we'll be chatting about the statement of faith. And that's one of the mm. one of the reasons that prompted our minds to say, yo, mm. people at our church know that we have just recently um, accepted the 2017 statement of faith. Um, and we've been going through it just to give people a clearer understanding of what are these different concepts that are present in the statement of faith. Mm-hmm. Um, and we know that there's now going to be a discussion at the Baptist Union about this. So, so please do be praying. Pray for mm, the yep. discussion that's going to be happening uh, now uh, yeah. between the two of us, but also pray yeah. for the Baptist Union. Pray for yeah. um, just the conflict that's been coming yeah. around, just the statement of faith, yeah. and that it would be the truth of God that really unites yeah. us together as we see the scriptures as essential for life, as mm. they are authoritative, mm. as they are inerrant, <laughs> and as mm. they are our, our only source yeah. of truth. So And, and pray for, for even our church leadership um just in terms of uh, decisions and vision Mm. for the future um you know that god will god will guide us uh, regarding our relationships with uh bna and the bu um you know it is a 
voluntary association. Yeah. You know, we, yeah. the church is autonomous, mm. um, but we we want to be um, associated with uh, like-minded organizations, yeah. and so that God will give us wisdom. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so we continue today, and today we we are still on point number three. Again, if you don't have the statement of faith, you can grab it off our church website. I'm quickly looking at Carsten. That's a joke. <laughs> you can grab it off the Baptist Union website uh, or the BNA. You Baptist can get it Northern Association. Look, yes. you can tell that I'm from Lee. Yeah, he is. So his brain. I mean, we thought that <laughs> you'll come refreshed with no mistakes, that this podcast was going to go just smoothly. <laughs> it wouldn't be um, a theology <laughs> like podcast, would it? <laughs> So anyway, uh, look, yeah. just head over to the Baptist Northern Association yeah. uh, website and on there you can find the Statement of Faith 2017 and you can also find the PowerPoint um, that shows you the differences between the 1924 and the 2017 Statement of Faith and you can just see the more detail that's been given to the 2017 Statement of Faith. Why? Language changes over the years, and even the concept that we're going to be talking about today um, mm. has is molding. If you look at the world becoming more liberal, more progressive, we realize that the whole concept of marriage has been distorted mm -hmm. further away from what God originally intended marriage to be. Yep. So if you, you do have the statement of faith, today we're on bullet point number three, and we're discussing point number four, and it says this, that God created marriage to be an exclusive and lifelong union between a natural man and a natural woman, giving the man the responsibility of loving leadership and the woman the role of compatible support. Mm -hmm. So the first, first line there, Isaac, really stuck out to me, mm. that God created marriage. Amen. It's, it's not something that mankind came up with it's mm. it's something that god has given to us it's it's yeah. the first human institution yep. given to us by god in the garden with adam and eve mm. and 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 that for me is important because it means that the only person who can tweak and mm. make adjustments and mm. make changes to what marriage is can only be god yeah i mean the it is it is sad to see that people think they can mess around with this institution and mm. and do it in uh, in what they like and, and yeah. what's happening in our culture today. But the reality is that God is the author of the institution of mm. of marriage, and He sets the the boundaries and He sets the rules sure. in, in terms of what and so. Um, I I just wish, in terms of the cultural, um, um, in our cultural time, that you know what they would uh, say between a man and a man and a woman and a woman, mm. they will just be honest and call it something else because yeah. it's not marriage. Yes. Yes, don't yes. don't yes, grab yes. our word. Don't grab mm -hmm. this this word yes. that that you know for <laughs> ages has. Uh, meant something, and now yeah. Um, yeah. they they want to give it an another new meaning. Yeah. Uh, just be honest. Just call it something it's else. It's not it's, marriage. Because it's not marriage. It's not. And and we we we're moving we moving <laughs> ahead of ourselves here. <laughs> um, but 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 that, that's a big statement to say yeah. that it's not marriage. Mm. Um, because look, 
um we'll talk about it a bit later so okay i'll cap it there you got me excited isaac mm, let's mm. let's let's keep our chain of thought right mm. so 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 god god created marriage where do we see this isaac in genesis, genesis chapter 2 mm-hmm. um i have here the king james version um and it says would you like the ESV? <laughs> Look, it would be nice. Um, <laughs> but, but I can give it a shot. Listen to this. It says, um, we, we have that account in verse 18 where God says, um, And the Lord God said, It is not good for that man be alone. I will make him a helpmeet for him. And then we see in uh, verse 22, And the rib which the Lord God had taken from man, um, sorry, had taken from man, made he a woman, and brought her to the man. Verse 23, And Adam said, This now is bone of my bone, flesh of my flesh, and she shall be called woman, because she was taken out of man. Therefore shall a man leave his father and mother, and shall cleave unto his wife, and they shall be one flesh. And they both were naked, the man and his wife, and were not ashamed. Mm, mm. Man, it's 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 so beautiful. Look, I'm 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 about to say something that is 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 allegorical. So mm. so this is not in the text, all right? Mm-hmm. But 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 we see we see an image of that today, where if 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 you look at it, when when God was was performing the surgery, first surgery ever mm-hmm. done, you know, God opens up Adam and takes mm-hmm. out his rib. Mm-hmm. He then, th- th- there's a sense where he leaves with Eve because it says he brought Eve to Adam. Mm. And man, look, I'm, I'm, look I'm, I'm not saying that the way we do it today is, is the way. But listen, there, there's, there's, there's just something that comes to my mind. Mm. You see the father, God, the creator of Eve, walking Eve to Adam. Oh, wow. And, and as they're standing there together, sure. God is sort of officiating this mm. wedding as 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 man as as adam mm. then says this is flesh of my flesh mm. bone of my bone it's mm. almost like saying vows yeah <laughs> <laughs> as flesh of my flesh bone of my bones sure. something yeah. so beautiful mm. and mm. and god created this union and it says that they were both naked and they're not ashamed because yeah. what they have what 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 god has constituted between the two of them is mm. this marriage covenant yeah. which god sees as mm. good and as holy to him yeah, and and I think you know you mentioned the part there they were naked and, and yet they were not ashamed, and um, you know I just I just think in terms of the we we both married Jabu and and we know how how beautiful it is you know the marriage life and intimacy mm. without any shame, shame because yeah. it is exactly the place where where God meant it to, to happen, right. you know, and where other people in the world tries to take out the stigma of, of that, but sure. yet their conscience constantly say, yeah, this is not right. And, not then, right. and it's just like, uh, um, because, yeah. you know, they, they are outside of the design that God had sure. uh, intended. Yeah. I mean, Hebrews 13, 4, says let marriage be held in honor among all 
and let the marriage bed be undefiled for God will judge the sexually immoral and idolatrous mm. I mean Pastor Charles did a great job on this yeah. when he was preaching through yeah, Hebrews that's right. um, but there's this beautiful image that 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 there's the the whole the the marriage bed God has has consecrated he has set apart for those who are within this covenant of of marriage that as they come together and and enjoy a sex that gift from God mm-hmm, between mm-hmm. man and woman it 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 no longer carries with it that that shame that that guilt but it's this this beautiful act of intimacy between two people who have come together to enjoy this covenant of marriage together but we need to define what then is marriage mm-hmm. so we we see the that the statement carries on to be an exclusive and lifelong union between a natural man and a natural woman so here's a, a couple of things that we see here um and and even from the text that we read man shall leave his father and mother and be united with his wife and the mm-hmm. two shall become one flesh so there is an exclusivity there where it is uh, a commitment to one partner where you become one flesh with mm. one partner wait wait between wait wait, wait, wait. <laughs> so isaac mm. are you saying that polygamy is wrong i am saying that <gasps> i am <laughs> i am saying that <laughs> you can't have more than one flesh <laughs> Uh, no double flesh <laughs> or triple flesh. <laughs> so, so that's the exclusivity. Yeah. It's this, it's exclusive between two individuals. Two individuals. Man a man, a man, <laughs> natural man, a natural man, uh-huh. and a natural woman uh, leaving the the their the home of father and mother mm. and becoming a new family unit sure. uh, with the wife mm. and and so uh, this is uh, exclusive uh, there is an exclusivity there and it's also in is intended to be lifelong sure now now i have to say a few things here um there there are some things and and, and when i when i use the word culture um our culture i'm not necessarily talking about zulu or xhosa or brazilian portuguese um Uh, Afrikaans, German. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm meaning just, just our society and so- societal norms. Mm-hmm. Um, it has, it has, it has become acceptable in our culture because we've seen it with a lot of our parents and their siblings and just a lot of older folk who, um, the the term in South Africa is called fat and sit. Um, What? <laughs> fat and sit. It's where fat and sit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. It's weird. Learn something new every day. <laughs> yeah, good. The, the 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 youngsters call it shacking up. It's it's oh. where two people just decide to live together mm. and in 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 um we've seen throughout the years, I mean from from just like our parents where not everybody's parents, but just a lot of our parents where they live together for so long that they start calling each other, "No, we married." <laughs> mm. but but they they've never they've never actually 
you know, um, mm. gone, gone and sign papers at the courts or gone before mm. a priest or, or even go through traditional marriage. Mm. But, but because mm. they've lived together um, as they were da- in the dating stages and then they had children together and then they were raised in this household together, mm. they've left their mother and father and they think that they've cleaved and they've become mm. one. But, 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 but th- that is not biblical. Sure. Um, bibli- biblical marriage requires so much now now there's a lot of layers we, we don't want to get caught up in the thicket of what what then constitutes marriage um is it uh, just signing at home affairs <laughs> um is it should the priest be there so if, the, if i'm not a christian and there was no priest at my wedding am i married <laughs> uh, we don't want to get caught up in the thicket of, of all those things but 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 there's there's a lot of important elements mm. which which i believe that um um the 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 law of the land has given to help but also mm. scripture has given us to help mm. to 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 constitute what makes a marriage a mm. um, few things are helpful for me i think mm. a lot of people try to run away with the cultural card Within within our culture, just paying lobola alone is not marriage, and that's the big mar- That's the sure. big mistake where a lot of people make. Where mm-hmm. because I've sent the cows, oh no, I'm already married. Sure. But but there's there's a lot more procedure that needs to be done. Mm. In fact, even if you go to uh, law and you go through um, traditional mar- marital laws, um, mm. what constitute the actual marriage is there's a few boxes that you have to tick mm-hmm. for for that ceremony to be uh, seen as okay. Now this is marriage. For example, mm. there's umembe, um, so there's um, there's the lobola, there's the coming of the families, there's the celebrating, there's the parading of the bride, mm-hmm. there's the the community seeing and recognizing that okay, no, this is mm. this has actually happened and. Yeah. And sort of the community knows that this is mm. a, this is these two mm. are mm. no longer just dating, but they're now actually married. Sure. Um, and then there's the other one where you go to home affairs, and even in home affairs to go sign, you you require to have a witness. Witnesses mm. are present to see mm. you coming and signing this before the courts of law. Mm. And then you go before the local church, and the priest marries mm. you. And even then, you have witnesses in the mm. audience. But usually, even if you go get married at the church, you still have to go sign. Um, at home affairs mm. to to mm. be legally married yeah. as it were yeah. so there's 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 a lot that that needs to be done to ensure mm. that what what you and your partner have done is mm. actually what yeah. we call a marriage and, and i think Jabu, maybe just to kind of um point out that i i think that is um biblical in the sense that I, when i look at the scriptures there is uh public element yes. of recognition yes. of the union yep. between a man and a woman. Yep. And I think, um, so it is it's not a just just two people running away. And yes. <laughs> <Yeah>. Eloping. <laughs> yeah, so there is a, an element of a, a, a recognition by the community, by society that yep. uh, these two individuals are committed and even in the eyes of 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 God, mm. um, and, and so I, I I definitely think that it is um, that God intended it that way. Sure. Yeah. I mean, now this is me personally. Um, again, disclaimer: <laughs> this is Jabu. <laughs> I personally believe that if you are a believer, even if you don't go for the whole elaborate wedding, 
I think it is it is good to have your local body involved in some way. Mm. Your shepherd. Involve mm-hmm. your shepherd in praying and committing your marriage to God. I, th- mm. I think for me as a believer that's important. Yeah. It's important. Even if you go sign mm. in home affairs and, yeah. and you guys just choose to have that small thing yeah. with just your family. For me, it's important that if you are a believer in a local mm. context, have your shepherd there yeah. to be there with you, to pray with you, and to commit your, your mm. marriage to God. I, yeah. I personally see that of mm. great value. Yeah. Um, don't leave your pastor out of this. And this is not me saying, oh, man, I just want to be at everybody's wedding. <laughs> that's, that's, that's not <laughs> it. That's just, you're inviting yourself to the wedding, Jabo. No, no, no. Just be honest here. <laughs> We, we now live in an age where you can zoom me in. Zoom me in. Pray over uh, Zoom. But, uh, but for me, that's an important yeah. element. I feel like because God created this, mm. let's not leave him out of it. Yeah. Uh, let's make sure that, yeah. that your, your, your ceremony, mm. wherever it is done, mm. is heavily centered around Christ Amen. because of what yeah. marriage symbolizes. Mm. What does it symbolize? It symbolizes Christ's right. relationship with the church. Mm. It's basically this whole gospel presentation mm, yeah. between the two of you, yeah. where 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 the, the the husband represents Christ, and the wife represents the bride, which is the local church. Which mm. no, sorry, it's the the Catholic church, the universal church, the mm. church of God. Mm. And and it's 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 important that even as you get married, that God remains center, not just of our marriage, but even the wedding. Mm. That that it still proclaims him, it proclaims the gospel yeah. because that is what's happening. Yeah. And I, I would add to that and I'm in complete agreement with you, Job, is that as believers we are even in the context of our marriage, we are part of a body, mm. right? That um in terms of if we think of accountability behavior, you know, if if um there is in a way, because it's a public matter, you know, if if someone starts mistreating his wife, mm. the local body of the church, you know, the um, the elders and pastors, and you know, should hey hold hold this person to account. Yeah. You know, you you're not being Christ-like. You're not, and so in a way, it is it's for benefit even for um, for the couple to sure. to be. Um, they they're not married into a vacuum yep. as believers, as yep. you mentioned. So there there is a, a body um, kind of around them mm-hmm. that that uh, should support and and pray and encourage sure. uh, that that marriage. So getting uh, the past involved, getting <laughs> the rest yeah. of people um, to be praying for for the couple. I yeah. think it's great. And funny enough, the as you as you guys get married the 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 emphasis is as you guys are together you be you you are saying that you can serve the local church better together as this unit mm. because you, your your marriage is not just for you to enjoy it the two of you again as you said mm. is a vacuum mm. you still have this this responsibility to serve god with your gifting and serving mm. the local yeah. church yeah so your family unit is still has the the expectation from God to still be serving in the local yeah. church, yeah. so <laughs> you still have to come back and serve the community you <laughs> ran away from. Yeah. <laughs> Just include them from the beginning, yeah. so yeah. you can love them together, be in community yeah. together, and serve together. Yeah. Uh, Spurgeon says, "How careful ought young people to be in choo- in the choosing of their partners in life? When two horses pull together, 
how smoothly the chariot runs. But if one horse draws one way and the other horse pulls the opposite direction, what trouble there is sure to be. Mm. Now, clearly, you can see where I'm going with this. Uh, believer, it's important that you get married to a believer. Amen. Um, do not be unequally yoked. Yes. Um, again, the in, in, in your marriage, you come together to continue in worshiping God together and serving God together. Mm. When one is a goat and one is a sheep, Sure. It makes for hard mm. roads. Mm. And one of the scariest things you hear from young people, and I think that's why Spurgeon say how careful ought young people be, is that young people say, oh, no, I'm going to save him. I'm going to save him or I'm going to save her. <laughs> She's so nice. No, I'm sure I will I, save her. I promise you. <laughs> I, I know my community. Yeah. I'll, I'll save her. <laughs> Unfortunately, salvation belongs to the Lord Amen. our God. <laughs> well, fortunately, 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 yeah. fortunately um, salvation belongs to the Lord our God, and 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 we, you don't know if that person will ever come to faith. Um, so, as you choose your bride, be or your your groom or you chosen by your groom, please be intentional in making sure that that person is a believer. Why? Because in the statement of faith, it says marriage is exclusive, but it also says it is lifelong. Much grace is required in marriage. Um, mm. this, this is what, again, Spurgeon says. He says, married life is not all sugar, <laughs> but grace in the heart will keep away most of the sours. Mm. That's a big statement because the truth is, I mean, I've been married for two years and I already know that much grace is, is required for us as two sinners as we come and live together looking to serve God and, and enjoy God forever. So, so marriage is meant to be exclusive between two people, a natural man, natural woman, but it's also meant to be lifelong. Till death do mm -hmm. us part yeah. was God's natural intention yeah. for marriage. First uh, Corinthians 7 um in in verse 11 uh it says and the husband should not divorce his wife mm -hmm. and so the, the 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 intention there is you know a lifelong uh commitment uh to to each other mm -hmm. and we we're not gonna go too much <laughs> to this yeah. um but the intention mm -hmm. the intended purpose is for a lifelong it, uh, sanctification, sure. right? Be, because sure. marriage is, I sure. believe, the biggest tool sure. uh, in sanctification uh, of us. There is nothing, there is no sharper tool in God's hand <laughs> than your spouse. Mm -hmm. You know, it, it sees right through you, the big head, the, <laughs> the, uh, the pride yeah. when you're not... You know, acting right. You know, your wife sees it all. Your husband, um, and so, um, and I, I must, I must say, I think the church, um, in a way, overall, lost the battle in in um, regarding the divorce, sure. in the sense of the proclaiming of of a lifelong the lifelongness sure. of marriage sure. um sure. because it's almost like now it's 
not a big deal oh. it seems uh, um i read some stats a few years ago that whether believers or unbelievers the the rate of divorce are almost the same sure. you know and and so it this is sad um mm. that uh even sure. it's not seen as a big deal sure. anymore uh, for believers and i think it shouldn't be that way we as we understand the marriage institution better created by god and mm. how it was intended and even the roles as we're going to see in a second um the weight of of marriage mm. should weigh heavier sure. uh, in sure. a, in our lives, in sure. our understandings. Yeah, S- especially if we recognize that it's it's Christ and the church, mm. and I mean, look, what 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 makes me so sad is it's even hard to say it because you feel like you don't want to offend anyone, mm. um, and 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 so I'll just quickly make a disclaimer that. If you've been divorced, mm. that's not the unpardonable sin. Yeah. Uh, grace, the, the, yes. the, the grace of our Lord still abounds. Mm-hmm. The Lord still forgives. Yep. Um, and, and the Lord remains good in your life. So, mm. so um, don't hear what I'm saying and, and allow it to move you to despair. But, yeah. but I, I want to take us back to God's intention. Yeah. Um, it was that it was to represent Christ and his church. How often does Christ's church sin against Christ? Mm. And the idea is it's lifelong. Yeah. You know what I'm mm, saying? Mm. Th- that's the intention. Sure. How often do we sin against Christ and Christ forgives? Mm. To whom much has been given, much has been required. God yeah. continues to forgive and calls us to forgive. And that's what marriage is all about, forgiveness. Mm. From the time you say I do mm. to the time you read the eulogy, mm. <laughs> it's just mm. forgiveness.com <laughs> the, <laughs> the whole way. Um, yeah. but, but anyway, yeah. just, just quickly, we haven't read this verse, but I'm going to read it mm. and then we have to move on. Um, but, but Ephesians 5 says, Wives, submit to your own husbands, <laughs> own, your own husbands, mm. as to the Lord. Um, for the husband is the head of the wife. In fact, we're going to come to this in roles. The husband is the head of the wife, even as Christ is the head of the church, his body, mm. and, and is himself its savior. Now, as the church submits to Christ, so also wives submit in everything to your husbands. Husbands, love your wife as Christ loves the church and gave himself up for her, that he might sanctify her and cleanse her by the washing of water with the word, so that he might present the church to himself without spot or wrinkle or any such thing, Mm -hmm. that she might be holy without blemish. Mm -hmm. God has clearly in that verse has packed so much of just what marriage is Mm -hmm. and and, and the roles of man and woman in marriage. Mm So we'll quickly do three and then we'll wrap it up with roles. Mm -hmm. Three is marriage is between a natural man and a natural woman. Uh, We alluded to it earlier. Biblically, what we understand is that what the world deems as marriage today where it's a man and a man or a woman and a woman or a transgendered man and um, transgender what's a transgender man is that a woman who has become a man it's a man transgender man is a a woman woman who's become a man and then um, then she marries a woman because now (laughs) she's a new man 
Mm. That's not marriage. Mm-hmm. Um, and 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 it's it's so sad that in our statement of faith, statement of faith in the past used to just say that it's marriage is between a man and a woman. Yeah. But that means so many things today. Yeah. Uh, when when I say man, yeah. Isaac knows what I mean. Yeah. But when I say man on social media, <laughs> that could be anything. Sure. <laughs> it could be a woman. Yeah. It could be someone who considers themselves um, not just yeah. transgender, but oh, what's that phrase? Uh, Non-binary. I don't ah, know. Dude, there's just so many. But anyway, so here's the point: if if a man and a man or a woman and a woman get married, biblically, that is not a marriage. Mm. Again, remember the first thing that we spoke about. God created marriage. Mm. And when he created marriage, he said marriage is between a natural man and a natural woman. Mm-hmm. It doesn't it's not unloving to say that's not a marriage. It's biblical. It's mm. true. It's mm. the truth of God. Yep. And God says that which has happened between the two of them, he does not see as a covenantal marriage that he mm. has approved of. Yeah. So God in his creation when he created Adam and Eve, he had given us the blueprint of what marriage should look like. Mm. A natural man, a natural woman coming, leaving mother and father and creating a family unit where they are going to give birth to children if he so permits. Yeah. And, and I want to go as far as to say that it is not right for us, for the church in any way, shape or form to accept that as natural yes the union between a man and a man and a woman and a woman is an unnatural relation romans 1 um verse from 26 for this reason god gave them up to this Mm. dishonorable passions so those passions are not honorable for their women exchange natural relations for those that are contrary to nature Sure. And the men likewise gave up natural relations with women and were consumed with passion for one another. Men committing shameless acts with men and receiving in themselves the due penalty for their error. And so I think that th- it's important for us to understand that um, they, those that are acting in that way is not in any way, shape, or form natural even though that's what hollywood wants <laughs> us to yes. know every, almost every single program today you know wants to portray it as is natural is just a different thing yep. it's not yep. it's it's unnatural um and and so and it's this dishonorable uh, they, they need christ uh, mm. and churches that um are accept this kind of of behavior are not really taking the Bible seriously. Just a quick disclaimer as well, Christian. Be aware of how holy of how Hollywood is desensitizing you mm. to what God has deemed as taboo and yeah. is making it normal and acceptable. Yeah. Um, notice your own reactions. I mean, I remember when I was still a kid and I saw two men kissing on TV. That was like, oh, yucky. It used to be, oh, what are they doing? Oh, that was the that was my natural response because as a kid growing up, that was taboo. It was unheard of. Mm. Two men kissing. I mean, the only time I've ever seen that is when a father kisses his son. But I've never seen it affectionately between two men as acceptable. Mm. But now when that happens on TV, it's almost, oh, that's normal. Mm. You know, mm. the it, we've been desensitized to what yeah. God in his scripture 
has deemed as taboo yeah. and we've just seen it as normal so mm-hmm. just be aware be yeah, aware right. that um um it's just a, also just a quick statement man um I don't want to get into it but uh there was there was a a website that 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 um they put up the statement that um the nuclear family is part of white supremacy. I would like to say fellow uh black person who's listening to this marriage is not a white thing. Marriage is not a black thing. Marriage is not a Portuguese thing mm. or a Spanish thing or a colored thing. Marriage is a God thing. Mm. It is it is not something that that we were taught from the West. Mm. It is not something um that we have inherited mm. from any skin color. Mm. It's a God thing. Amen. It's so so as a black person, I don't get a pass to to not get married and fat and set and say no it's because i'm going against uh, systemic racism because mm. this is a white institution no mm. marriage is a god-given human institution it was a gift in fact yeah. to mankind mm. that as as we enjoy this gift of marriage and the reason why i say gift is mm. not everybody is going to get married and that's not a sure. bad thing mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. it's it's not it's not it's not a sin or it's not shameful to be single till death mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, god hasn't given marriage to everybody sure. you know, not everybody is going to get married and he's going to use if mm. you remain single he's going to mm. use you as a single mm. person to okay. his glory because you got yeah. more time and the bible also describes it as a gift in terms of That's singleness a, both yeah. are gifts yeah. yes both yeah. are gifts given to us by god yeah. but just a disclaimer if you are a black person listening to this shut the noise <laughs> mm. um do not want to disc- to destroy the nuclear family or dismantle the nuclear mm. family no 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 it's that's a god given institution mm. right god has given yeah. us marriage and uh, it's between a natural man natural woman to wrap us up what are the roles within a marriage so uh, we see that there is a difference in terms of what you read in in Ephesians 5 right that the man is the head mm-hmm. as Christ is the head of the church yep. and the wife submits mm-hmm. to her um as the church submits to Christ sure. so the bible is abundantly clear that the in in the marriage there are two different roles men and women don't have the same roles god put men as the head mm-hmm. to lead lovingly as as said in the statement given the men the responsibility of loving leadership so the man as a as a, a loving leader who leads and guides as uh the the wife um who who protects um and the wife to submit and respect so we mm-hmm. and we've mentioned this before we are not egalitarians mm. we don't believe that there is no s- different roles and mm. and it's just a a joint uh completely joint undefined um roles in terms of marriage mm-hmm. there is the bible clearly states that there is a difference um and and again that is the intended uh, purpose of of marriage the, for those wives that are trying to call the shots they are not doing it according to 
the role that God intended for her. Sure. And those men that are just being passive and not taking the leadership role mm. in, in, in leading their wives and their homes in, um, in, in, in the faith and in, in closeness with Christ, they are being disobedient to the role that God has called them to do. And and just just so we know this, these roles were were not a result of the fall. <laughs> yes, God had always intended that this is mm. what it would be. Preacher brother, um, but but we 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 do live in a society where there's a constant fight of power, and. And the, the, the idea of a woman submitting to her husband has been um, shared by the world that that is a, a, a relinquishing of, 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 of your power and promoting power in this man. And therefore, um, uh, men are... <laughs> what's the word that they use? Um, oh, boy. Uh, for, I forgot it. But... But the, the the point the point that I'm trying to make is, if if you consider if you consider what what we have in the scriptures, uh, the Bible says that husbands are to love their wives. The example is as Christ loves the church. Um, women are to submit to their own husbands, mm. as unto Christ. Now it's very it's very important for us to to see something there, men men. We have the responsibility to re- resemble Christ in our homes. Mm, mm. The way we love our wives must be in a way that our wife can see us reflecting Christ and she can submit to that because she sees the work that God is doing in your life. Now notice what I said there. I said she doesn't see you as perfect but she sees the sanctifying work of Christ in your life and she can submit to somebody who's pursuing after Christ. Now, submission as the world has deemed it is, 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 is not you just throwing yourself on the floor and, and not doing anything. You, you still are of value in the home. God still wants to use you in the home, but the role to which God has entrusted to you is not that of leadership. The role of leadership God has entrusted to your husband and your role is to submit. Now, important to note in 1 Timothy chapter 2. Now, mm. Paul is talking here about the context of the local church. But it's, 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 it's very interesting the example that he uses. Mm. Mm. I mean, verse 12, he says, I do not permit a woman to teach or to exercise authority over a man. Rather, she is to remain quiet. Now, mm. something that's interesting there is if, if your role is to submit in the home to your own husband, then in the church, the guy who's leading, mm. if his wife is leading <laughs> him, uh, anyway, let's move on. That's not the episode. <laughs> we're not on that episode. Not right? in that, episode. On that episode. <laughs> but, but, but the point is this. But notice the example that he uses. I'll read verse 12 again. I do not permit a woman to teach or exercise authority over a man. Rather, she is to remain silent like everybody else in the church. Verse 13, while somebody's teaching. For Adam was formed first, then Eve. Mm. Adam was not deceived, but the woman was deceived and became a transgressor. 
Yet she will be saved through childbearing if they continue in faith and love and holiness with self-control. Mm. What, what Adam did in the garden is for a moment he became passive. He allowed yep. Eve to take leadership. Yep. And, and funny enough, they use this example even at the local yep. church where men, why are you sitting back? Take yep. up your role and lead yes. as God has given you this role within the local church. Mm-hmm. Now, it's it's important, women, that even even as we look at the world today, I just want to make just want to say something that the world the world has taken things that are good and is making them bad. Mm. There is absolutely nothing wrong with the woman who decides that she's gonna stay home and cook and clean and look after the kids. Mm. That's not a shameful thing. Nope, that's, right. <laughs> no. that's powerful. Mm. <laughs> It's not a shameful thing. It's, it's the world has has is changing your lens. Yeah. It is not a shameful thing as well, woman. If you are working, th- praise God that He has given you work. Mm-hmm. But that's not to look down on the woman who has made that conscious decision mm-hmm. to stay at home, yeah. to look after her kids, and to care for her home, to be the the carer of the mm-hmm. household. There's nothing wrong yeah. with that. That's also something to be honored, not something mm. to be shamed, as the world is making it to be. Uh, uh, there was a comment that Summer White made. She's the daughter of James White. And um, that is like society has kind of made a point of women must, not just can, or must do everything men do. Yes. <laughs> and then, and she points out that actually what you're saying is almost like God made a mistake with a woman because yes. you're making the ultimate goal of sure. woman to become man. Sure. And we're saying, no, sure. God had different uh, roles mm. that he has given for men and a woman sure. and, it is, and they're both glorious, but sure. they are different. Sure. Don't try to turn the one into, into the other. Sure. Um, I, I was... This reality really hit me when Levi was born, mm. and just seeing Melissa as as a mother and sure. all that she could, do, yeah. <laughs> that I was like, yeah, thank goodness, yes. <laughs> you know, <laughs> um, this ability, sure. it it was given to you, sure. and and we we're so different, um, and. I can never do what you are doing, sure. you know, and and that's a good thing. That's not yes. a bad thing. It's a yes. it's a glorious thing that that God has created us, uh, div- equal in value but different in roles. Yes, I mean yeah. when God sees you, you are an equal image bearer to the man. Mm. Yeah, the, yeah. Your, your salvation does mm. not cost less than mm. it cost for the man. Yeah. God loves us. And and he mm. shed his blood for us at the foot of the cross. We are all equal, Amen. but God has given us different roles. And and mm. I mean, I love that image mm. of how the na- that natural instinct kings kicks in, mm. where mm. you just see this yeah. motherly instinct yeah. just come out. Exactly. And it's like, where did you learn that? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what did you go to any classes without me? Exactly. <laughs> oh, that's exactly right. That's exactly right. It's yeah. God in His creation. Amen. Uh, not only. Yeah did God create marriage, but he also created parenthood and he created Mm. you with your role, Mm. your responsibility, both men and women, recognize your identity in Christ. Mm. Don't let the world define Mm. who you are. You are defined by God. Amen. If God defines you, 
then fulfill your role in your marriage mm. to the glory of God in accordance to his word. Amen. Amen. So I hope this episode was, was helpful to you. Just wanted to point out, and this will sound bad because it sounds like I'm promoting myself. <laughs> but in the last um, in the last magazine, Life at Central, I, I wrote a, a small section on the family and I, I think ba- uh, speaking a lot of what we spoke today, uh, you can go ahead and, and check it out and, and read it. I think it will be beneficial to you. Cool. Where do, where do you find that? Um, I think there is a link in our website and you can just click on Life of Central. It also gives you kind of a, um, a bigger picture of all that has been happening at Central. Awesome. Well, thank you everyone for joining us. We hope you enjoy this episode and God bless. We live in a day where we think that in order to be relevant to our culture, we must be like our culture. We live in a day where we think in order for the gospel to be relevant, we must somehow adapt it to the culture and nothing on the face of the earth or in the bowels of hell could be further from the truth. We are relevant not because we are like our culture, we are relevant because we are absolutely different. And our gospel has power not because it is acceptable to carnal men, our gospel has power because it is a scandal to men. Thank you for joining the Theology Alive podcast. Please subscribe and share. Later. Let's get this part.